0: All right. So I saw something on the internet that made me laugh and made my brother, uh, perplexed. Uh, as you know, my brother's, a is a, is a copper. And, uh, I told him about this, uh, case that I saw this lady, uh, she got mad at her husband for liking, uh, some lady's pictures online. Um, uh, And she stabbed him multiple times. I mean, she just went to town on him. Flew into a blind rage. How dare you like this bitch's pictures? Just started stabbing him. And then later on, she realized something. Those were pictures of her when she wasn't as fat.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know this case. I read it. Uh, Yeah, I just was talking to Cashel about this. I had sent her the the link. I was like, "Look at this." And she was her response of course was, "Are you telling me I'm getting fat?" Which oh, of she's it was. yeah, she was joking.
0: But uh you know, she's
1: literally got uh six packs.
0: But uh, uh but How fat did you have to be to not to recognize, you? recognize yourself? Yeah, I mean how fat have you gotten that you didn't even recognize that was you? That's well, always that my question. Here, here's, here's where I'll... I'll in, in her
1: defense, which there is no defense, fuck her. Yeah. Fucking stabbing him near to death because of pictures? Pictures yeah. is a death sentence to her. Mm-hmm. So fuck her. But uh, I always akin it... Uh, when I read that story, it reminded me of the time... This is about, I don't know, maybe... Oh, God, at this point, it's 20 years ago. Um, I was at a friend's house, my fr- and uh, he had a, a friend, Brian, at the time, came uh, came by the house, and he f- he had developed, uh, he found, like, one of those mystery roles. He's like, he found, like, it's cleaning his closet or something. and found a bunch of pictures, a role, and had mm-hmm. them developed, not knowing what it was. And there was pictures of a bunch of us uh, from when we were, like, juniors and sophomores in high school. Nice. And, uh, you know, we're, at the time, uh, it was 20 years ago, so we're all in our 30s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it was like, these old high school pictures, oh, cool. And I saw, now, if you would have asked me, I would have, you know, I would have said I was fat. And I've always been on the bigger side. But, um, uh. I had no idea what fat was until I got like now. (laughs) You know, Uh, I saw a picture uh, of me. I did not recognize myself. Now, if you would have asked me at the time, uh, was I fat? I was like, yeah, I got to lose like 15, 20 pounds. And I looked at this photo and it was like, I was being pushed and uh, I was falling, I was falling like on a, on a bed, but I was being like, you know, we're standing in like his bedroom and my shirt flew up and it was like a mid action shot, you know, of me falling. And uh, there was the beginnings of like, not a six pack, but like a four pack for sure. You saw the division, you know, you saw the definite lines. Now, if, if I had not seen that picture and you said, well, Were you fat as a sophomore? I would say, Oh, yeah. I, th- th- I, I, that, th- th- but I'm looking at it and there's no fat on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have 20 pounds to give up, at least not healthily, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that, I think that's where body dysmorphia comes from because I was like, Well, women say that shit all the time. Oh, I'm fat and they're not fat at all. Yep. But they swear up and down that they have to lose weight. And that's exactly how I felt, if you would have asked me. But I'm looking at a picture, I was like, shit, I wish I was that size now. So uh, now, I didn't look at the picture and think, oh my, you know, you could tell it was me. Mm -hmm. I I could definitely recognize myself. But she, I mean, you saw the picture of her being carried off, right? Yeah. She must have gained like a hundred pounds
0: easily, a hundred pounds.
1: Because she's because p- the picture of the woman being courted out with the in cuffs, she was probably two hundred plus. Now people wear weight differently because you know yep. you've you've met you've met my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I granted she's tall; she's like five ten, five eleven, but she's. She's I'm not so I'm not throwing out any anything she wouldn't want you know, anyone to know. She's she's 190 pounds.
0: Well, according but, to Kevin Samuel, she's 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 woo. She's obese, Jack.
1: Well, yeah, but she also has a six-pack and she has like tiny waists and gigantic hips. And and but she's and, super
0: and, and, and his retort would be, you weigh as much as a dude.
1: Well, so what? We're not talking <laughs> about Kevin Samuels. Again, people wear, carry their weight. And we we've, we've we've talked ad nauseum about the inaccuracy of the BMI gotcha. uh, scale. Gotcha. So, uh, but uh, yeah, by, by that standard, she'd be obese, but she's, mm-hmm. she's no. she's nowhere. She's not fat at all. In fact, she's super fit, mm-hmm. but you know, she, you know, she power lifts. So what do you, you know, you, you can't, you can't do that and be tiny. Right. So, um, um, she must've been, like just a
0: little thing and then she just ballooned up well she had to be like i uh when i was when i was in the middle of my you know trying to get as big as possible lifted and was like the third or fourth strongest person in the in uh, the hollywood fit hollywood 24-hour fitness i remember i was telling this one dude named andre who i went to high school with who was an ifbb pro i said man i just can't put on no size man i can't put on no size look how little i am he said he said brother i'm gonna bring you a book tomorrow i was like whatever man he brought me this book i think it was called uh something atlas and i read it cover to cover and it talked about male body dysmorphia and this and this they made up this word called uh bigorectomy or big big something you know like anorexia bigorexia where you look in the mirror and you see a skinny dude and everybody else sees a silverback gorilla you know what i mean and that's what he well, that's another—that's
1: another form of body dysmorphia. Yeah, exactly. Thing.
0: And I know I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I've dealt with that personally because you know I said Do you he said am I really lucky? Like he's like, dude, all you talk about is how small you are and how weak you are. He said, you realize you're one of three people that can move those hundred fifty pound dumbbells for reps on a flat bench press. Do you realize that? I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, those things have dust on them until you, me, and one other person comes in here. And he's like, I'm like, eh, it's true. I can't move those things. He's like, yeah and on the bench press i've seen you do 30 reps with uh no i'm sorry What was it It was 25 reps with 315 on the fat bench
1: he's like dude you're I, not I, at my best i can only do <laughs> well i didn't i didn't push myself like you did i just wanted to be strong i, I didn't need to be the strongest because i can only do you know 315 maybe three times Four, maybe.
0: <laughs> no, I was trying I was, to be that, that fucking gorilla that like when he, it's like when he walked into a room, everybody just went, damn, what yeah, just walked I, in here?
1: <laughs> I didn't need that. I didn't need that. Was, oh, I, was, yeah. I wasn't that devo- that dedicated. I just wasn't. <laughs> I, just wanted I, wore, look, I just wanted to look good at my shirt off and I accomplished that. So at I least then. A, I wore a I was stopwatch.
0: Heavy. I wore a stopwatch to the gym, dude. To precisely time the time between sets and the time between exercises, well, I mean, it, it was down to the millisecond, and I was I, I was enraged with anybody got in my way. Or I use with my, my stuff, man. I do that now.
1: I uh, like uh, today. I don't. I again. I you know. Uh, I'm just trying to get in better shape, lose a few pounds, gain some muscle, right. slow down the clock but i i i use the stopwatch feature on my fitbit uh-huh. uh between sets cuz today was arms like tomorrow's uh, legs and shoulders and the day after that is cuz i i i'm i'm four to five days a week five yeah. days a week usually four if i got something going on uh but um i i i yeah i think you know i i i time my rest periods cuz it keeps you, you know, keeps you moving. You don't want to get cold, and you don't want to, right? You know, you don't want to get kind of, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Well, you, you just want to, want to, to keep to... that pump going. You want yeah. to keep that pump going. And I, I used to get, I got, I got so angry at this one lady, and I've told the story before, but since you know, it's a, we're on the subject. Um, this lady was on, uh, on her Walkman. Shows how old I am. Uh, she was <laughs> filling with her Walkman trying to find some some a song or something. And she was just sitting on this, uh, on this, on this piece of equipment that I used to do shoulder presses on. And I was like, Hey, excuse me. Uh, you know, I'm looking at my clock. I got like 15 seconds. You know, can you, can you pick it up so I can knock this out? I said, I'm sitting here using it. I was like, Oh, so that's how we're going to play? Okay. Fuck you. And I went over to another piece of equipment that was like maybe five feet from her. And I grabbed the 130s and did, uh, and it was doing shoulder presses i had my boy spotting me i got to like nine and then i put you know how you put it on your knees and they put it on the floor right right so i put the left one on my knee and for some reason the right one i didn't i flung the weight out towards her missed her foot by like a half by like a, by like an inch or two Oh, my God. Yeah, and that was that was subconsciously Oof. on purpose. I don't know why I did that. To, uh, to this day, I, I I really didn't do that on purpose, purpose, consciously. But subconsciously, I was so angry that she fucked up my routine that I threw the dumbbell at her. I know what happened. I mean, it wasn't, you understand what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, a a, a, a true thought, like, I'm going to hit this bitch with this dumbbell. It was more like, you know, my my, my ego said, fuck this bitch, man. She, she, she fucked with you. Yeah, she did fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That thing bounced and she ran up to the front. Boy, she started crying and she got the manager who was a friend of mine. And he said, Marcel, did you do that? And he knows me. He knows I don't lie about big shit. And I was like, "God damn right I did. And he said, just don't do that again, please. I was like, well, tell her to fucking move. And said, can I go back to working out now? He said, yeah, go on back to work out. So I went back, worked out. She left in tears. Never saw her again. And I didn't give a shit. I'm like, you got in my way? And that's how bad it was for me with my focus when I walked in the door. It's like when I walked in the door of any gym I worked out in, once I put my equipment down, my bag down, and, and walked over to my first weight to do my first first exercise, first set, fuck all of you. You know what I mean? It's like, y'all need to leave me the fuck alone. And I never wore headsets. I never listened to music. I always, I, I can't, I cannot. I get too bored. No, I could, ju- I just tuned everybody out. It was, it's the ADHD, man. I had, I suffered, that was the one place where I suffered from severe hyper focus, where it's like the gym went quiet sometimes when I'm working out. You know, the music, which I couldn't hear the music, I couldn't hear people lifting and talking to me. Everything just went quiet. And all I did was just lift, you know, and just, just lift, 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 lift. And then, Once I put the weights down, everybody would come back and, you know, hear people again. And I was like, I'm sorry, were you talking to me? It's like, yeah, you know, I was telling you about this and this. I was like, yeah, you know the rules, man. When I'm lifting, don't talk to me. (laughs) I was just like, don't fucking talk to me while I'm doing this. (laughs) Because this was life and death for about eight years, man. Where it was like, I got to get in here. I got to knock this shit out. I got to do it right. And y'all need to leave me the fuck alone. I remember I almost punched this one lady who, uh, who decided of her own volition to tell me I can't do pull-downs and pull-ups at the same time. She hopped in on the pull-downs, on the pull downs and I got so enraged, I bit my lip so hard, I started bleeding. And it was like, but it was 5 o'clock in the afternoon, so I couldn't really go where I wanted to go. You know, if it had been 11 o'clock at night, I'd have punched her in her mouth. You're a
1: fucking lunatic.
0: <laughs> I, I I I was I would have hit her if it had been eleven o'clock at night. I'd have hit her right in her mouth and said, "You need to just fucking back off and wait." My Holy eyes got shit, big dude. and I bit my lips so hard, blood cart coming out. And I was just and the thing is, I took no steroids. None. You, you sure about that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't dude, it's been so long. I'd admit it wholeheartedly. The only thing I took was that Anderstein dione I know you remember that uh, when it came yeah. out. Mark Aguirre yeah. took it. Now that was a real steroid. Because I yeah. did take that like for about six months before it went illegal, and my my hammer strength bench went from three plates on each side of eight reps to six plates on each side for twelve reps in two weeks.
1: Jesus
0: Christ! Yeah, it That's was a, insane. Yeah, and it, I, <laughs> I I literally stopped. The gym for about a 30-foot radius. You, I, I, when I went to lean back on it, my buddy Maurice Glenn, I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, you do realize there are six plates on each side. And I looked at him. I said, I fucking know how many plates are on there. Just let me do this. Be quiet. And he was like, all right, man, whatever. And I got under there, and I noticed that people started to look. They were, like, turning their heads. They are like, this white dude said, there's no. I can hear him whispering. There's no way this dude's going to move that. There's no way. There's no way. And I was like, and I'm sitting there going, oh, now I'm really pissed. I just racked out twelve of them and I got up and I was like Grrr! And anyway. Oh I could hear what." Oh my God. This one brother called me uh he I let him work in on a hammer strength uh isolated rows when I was at uh the Clackamas gym and no the Mall five gym. And uh I kept having to take weight on and off for this for this little nigga. I mean I'm I had like I had five plates on, he wanted two. Oh, I got so angry at him. I said, look, man, I got two sets left. You only use two plates. Can you let me do this? And he went, "All right then, Hulk. God damn, man, don't you don't need to get so angry?" I said, "Dude, you better back up and let me do this." So uh, I cut my I cut my rest in half. Did my set. And I said, "Now, nah, you little punk ass, you can have this now." And I walked off.
1: Jesus, dude, you had an attitude problem. <laughs> I
0: only, the thing is, I only had a problem if you got in my way or you weren't what i considered if you didn't have what i call gym etiquette you know what i mean well
1: yeah i get that i there's a guy
0: now that doesn't like to wipe shit
1: down and he just leaves sweat all over the place uh enough people complained to the owner about him and finally he'll wipe shit down but he was fucking really bad about that or and we and my gym is you know like a goes to like um she goes to a bat, not ballets, but LA fitness. It's huge. It's like a, it's like a compound, you know, it's two stories. Yeah. I go to a tiny gym. I mean, it's it's small. I mean, a, a busy day. There's five people in there.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I love
1: yeah. That's one of the reasons I like it. It's just, it, it, it I mean, it doesn't have all the equipment I want. I have to make some adjustments to routines, but I like that. I, it's 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You can't even, it's super exclusive. You can't even bring a guest.
0: Oh, that's you even can, better. That's yeah. even better. I love that place already. It, it, you know, there.
1: you get a car to get in, uh, you know, and it, you can't even bring a guest, no kids. And uh, so it's just like um, super, you know, small, but you can, I'm in and out. I don't even have to talk to anybody. I'll put my music in, I get my routine yeah. done, and I'm out.
0: That's, you know? beautiful. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's one of the reasons why, other than to talk to Leroy afterwards or before or afterwards, I went at, I went um after work at the movie theater. I went so late at night because there would be the same five to six people in there every night after 11 o'clock. And we all had our own routine. So none of us got in each other's way. We all knew That, okay, Marcel, it's it's Wednesday. Marcel's going to do back and biceps. So that means he's probably going to be, he's definitely going to be over here, 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 and here. All right. So I need to stay away from that. I'm like, okay, Johnny is going to be doing shoulders. So I'll stay away from this particular machine and this machine so that he can get his done. It was like, it was a beautiful symphony of people that just wanted to work out and go home. Right. And and I fucking love that. I and I go, so much. And,
1: you know, and I go after, I go after work. So it's nice Uh that, you know, people are usually going to work. Yeah. So I generally, you know, people usually aren't going at like, you know, nine, 10 in the morning, at least no, not a no, lot. No. So it's, it's, it's already like, you know, not a lot of people in there. And, but, uh, you know, I just want to get in and out. I mean, usually after like a nine, 10 hour day, I'm ready to, you know, i I, and I take my pre workout to kind of give me that push that, to get in that, there, that, that boost to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because whenever I like, man, I don't feel like going. I will take yep. a pre workout, and then that changes everything. It's like, all right, I'm going. I'm going. I got to get this energy out. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just get in there, an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty, and then I'm done. Yep. And it's funny, yeah. Well, well you, yeah, I'm sure you remember. There's days you just do not want to go. Even after the pre workout, there's days I'm like, fuck it. But I'm always happy. I'm always better off afterwards. I'm like, damn, I'm glad I went. Yeah, you feel you better. You know what I mean? You yeah, feel no, a lot I, better.
0: I know. I mean, it was one day where I didn't want to do uh, legs. And me and Chris were in there. And I was like, dude, I do not have it today. And Chris was like, come on, man, we just got to finish this. You know, because we had like we had leg presses left to do. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's just let's just knock this out. And somebody said something to me that really made me angry. I can't remember what it was, but back then it didn't have to be much. I was I was like a walking time bomb as it was. And I was like, I like, okay, whatever, man. I think it was this fat Asian dude said something to me about the leg press. And I was like, and I said, Oh, yeah, he did. He said, He said, You don't look that strong. I was like, Well, sit your fat ass down over there and watch this. And all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, I got a burst of energy. And I said, Chris, find every 45 you can. And he's like, All right, we're gonna do that be definitely doing that. So we found all these 45s. There must have been 20 to 24 of them on the machine. We had to stack them in like in like little slots. You know, They couldn't fit on the side anymore. We had to put the <laughs> in slots. And I wrapped my knees up. I did like I think I did 12 good ones. And that Asian dude went, I'm sorry I said anything to you. I said, it's all right, fat boy. Just know who you're talking to next time. You may go now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, oh, I, sw- I swear to God, I was like, you may go now. <laughs> And he walked out and Chris said, you realize half the gym was watching you, right? I was like, I didn't even notice because I just wanted to make sure that I didn't extend my knees and have this thing crush my legs. That's the only thing I was worried about. <laughs> you know, I knew um, I could do it. I was just worried about because some of those idiots will extend their knees, you know. And oh my out.
1: God, that makes me nervous as fuck. Yeah. I've always seen you always see that video of the one idiot that does that and yep. just snaps their kneecap in half.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh and, my God. And I, and I always have to I always had to make sure I never did that. That was the only thing I was Ooh. really, I really concentrated on. And also when the weight was really that heavy, I always had my hands on the um uh, on the racking part of it. Just in case I got a little, it's like, I don't know about this one because nobody's going to be able to spot me. I mean, you're not going to be able to get the, if that thing comes all the way down to my chest, you know, there's a safety guard there, but I was tall enough to where that safety guard was still going to crush my chest. You know, it was going to push my knees into my chest and there was too many weights on there for them to get off, you know, to get off in time to like, probably save me. I might lose a rib or ribs or, or some, or lungs or something. So I always had my hand on there, ready to ready to re rack it, you know, lock it up real quick. Um, like I watched this one dude do bench presses. He was using the grip that we all use. Well, most of us use what they call the uh, they call it now the suicide grip. It used to just be thumbs under grip, you know, where you got where you uh, put your thumb on the outside of the bar, not underneath it, and on the outside, so that you activate your uh, forearms a little more. It gives you about a ten to fifteen pound. Uh, strength advantage when you do that. Really dangerous uh, to do. But in the 90s, you know, and early 2000s, that's what pretty much all of us did. You know, we just didn't think about it. We just knew how to hold it and keep everything straight. I saw one dude, he had like five plates on it and he slipped. But he was in the squat rack with the bars at chest height. So when it fell, it hit the bars, not him. Uh, and I went, yeah. I think next time I bench this much weight, I'm going to have to do it in a squat rack. And I always did in a squat rack after that. I'd get a spotter and go to the, go to the squat rack because it's like if this thing slips, it's going to crack my sternum. It's just too much weight. And I mean, we're talking 400 plus pounds. And I'm like, it's going to crack my chest. And I'm too big and too strong to deal with that. I remember I bet this one girl uh, 20 bucks. And she said, uh, I was sitting there talking to Leroy. She's like, you got pretty big arms. What are they, 20? I'm like, I said, what the fuck are you, 20? No. He says these is twenty four inch pythons, baby. She's like, no, they're not. And Leroy said, oh dear God. I was like, I said, how much bet? She said, twenty bucks. I said, all right. Show me the money. She put it out. She said, show me the money. I was like, I don't need to show you the money. I said, Leroy, get the tape measure. He wrapped it around. <laughs> it was twenty four on the dot. I took her money. I said, you may go now. And put it in my pocket. Had me, had me a nice little uh, little breakfast after that, baby. It was. The thing for me was that I was so thin for so long that when I got bigger, I kind of went a little overboard with my attitude. You know, I i was a borderline bully in a lot of ways. You know, I was lucky I had the family I had and the upbringing I had. Otherwise, I would have been one, a real bad one, too. Uh-huh. Um, you know... I remember this one Mexican was messing with me and he was stealing from the from 24 hour and I didn't really care. And he saw me watch him do it. He said, he said, man, who are you going to tell on me? I don't care what the fuck you do, boy. And he's like, man, don't talk to me like that. And he he went back and forth. And then I grabbed him and I hemmed him up against the wall and he was picking him up off the ground. His feet were dangling. I said, man, I will fucking kill you right here and now. And I let him down. He fell. And he's like, I'm going to call the cops on you. I said, brother, you'll be dead by the time the cops get here. And I'll be gone. And he's like, uh, 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 uh." and one of his friends came out of the locker room. He said, man, come here, man. This dude threatened to kill me. His friend looked me up and down. He said, I ain't helping you with him. (laughs) I'm out. And his friend literally just kept walking. And I said, you want to continue talking? I think he pissed himself and left. I really think he pissed himself. And and, he left. And I kind of was like, yeah, that's what I thought, motherfucker. You don't want none of this. And this was also that time in my life when, and I don't think I ever told you this part, where I faced down two people that I thought had guns, and I didn't run or duck or anything. I walked right up to them. And I remember I grabbed this one dude, and I told Antar this story, my little brother, and he said, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you, but you, you shouldn't be here. I said, I know. I grabbed him around his collar, and he reached behind his back. You know how some people have the gun behind their back and their waistband? Yeah. And I grabbed him and pulled him right into my face, and I said, you got one shot. You better make it count. Now, me at this point in my life, I realized that one shot's all it takes. Yes. <laughs> but back then, I figured... It's just a flesh wound, baby. You ain't going to hurt me. I'll be fine. And then I'm going to kill him. And oh, Jesus. I swear to God. I swear on my grandfather. I really believe that at that point. At about, I stopped thinking that at about 27 years old, 28 years old, is when I finally came out of that mold. But before that, you couldn't scare me with a gun. You just, you just couldn't. Like, dude, it'll just bounce. I was just, my brain just kept telling me it'll bounce off you. It will. You won't die unless they shoot you like three, four times. They can tell them they got one shot. And he looked at me like, what is wrong with this dude? And I, and he's like, I ain't got no gun. And I threw him to the ground and I was like, I didn't think so. And I walked off. I did that twice.
1: You're a new lunatic, dude. Um, I, re- I repeat, a lunatic.
0: You have no idea, dude, how... That's why I'm glad that some of the people I know now didn't know me in my early 20s, mid-20s. You know, I was a Completely different person, and I just, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have the friends that I have. I probably wouldn't be married. Stephanie definitely couldn't have tolerated me then. Even if you know the, our ages were closer together, mm-hmm. she, could, she couldn't have tolerated me back then. It was there was too much ego, there was too much zero to a hundred and rage. I mean, I was punching holes in walls, flipping tables. You know, I was always looking for the next conflict. You know, like I would walk down the Lloyd Mall on Black Friday and not turn sideways for anybody. I would just walk straight down, shoulder straight, head up, and just walk. And I just wouldn't care. And I'd be bumping people, excuse me. The fuck you say to me? Nothing. you just keep walking. That's what I thought.
1: Just a fucking bully.
0: Just hey, <laughs> I can I can look back on it now and laugh. You know, it's like I can laugh now, but I don't know why, I do know why Like I said, I was so thin that I just Once I got muscle and strength I mean real strength mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt Invincible, even though I wasn't You know, I literally felt like There ain't a man alive that can handle me, buddy I'll just grab you and choke the life out of you That's how I felt. I was like, if I, can't, if I can't Throw the hands and get you with the hands, I'll just grab you And that's it, buddy, once I, once I Wrap these pythons around you, baby, I'm gonna choke the life Out of you, that's how I felt you know, And I was so big that most people didn't even look at me twice when I looked them in the eyes. They wouldn't even look at me. And that was just an aphrodisiac like you can't even imagine. There's no drug that can give you a high like that, baby. Let me tell you. There's no drug that can give you a better high than that. You, you look a grown man in the eye, and he turns his head and puts his head down. you like, that's what I thought, bitch. Yeah. Now let me go get these croutons and this wheat bread here for the, the isle. Put this in my basket. Keep going. You know, that's what that's what, that's what You know, it's like it just didn't matter, man. And I I don't know, dude. It was it was a it was a very interesting uh, ten years of obsession in my life. It didn't make me a better person. It made me a, 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 a bad, but per- well, even worse person.
1: Well, speaking of worse persons, let's change uh, gears here.
0: uh we had our elections last night. Yep. And God help us if Georgia fucks this up because that's the key to the Senate. It's Georgia.
1: Yep. Uh was still jury still out for that, but it doesn't look good. It's a runoff.
0: It's yeah. so close. Yeah, it's so a we're going to have a runoff in December.
1: Yeah, uh, we're uh we're um we're still blue on the West Coast, Washington, Oregon, California. Of course, but the rest of the world is on fire. <laughs> the rest of the country, yeah, uh, it's 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 crazy. Um,
0: and I can, that, I can I can tell you part of the reason why I, after you finish your thought.
1: Well, oh, the- I was just going to say that uh, you know uh, that uh, what's her name uh, that was had in the governor race the the Republican what's her face she got a little too close for comfort. I mean, we, oh, the one yeah, here in Oregon, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, it you know, would have been the first. I think the first... Um,
0: Republic, 35 years.
1: 35? Oh, okay, I thought it was 50, but no, 35.
0: 35 30 years, yeah. Whew, I'm glad we swatted that down for a little longer. But, yeah, you know, yeah, a little time t- long <laughs> that's going to last, though. Dude. Yeah. And, and I think I know part of the reason why, and one of the reasons you're not going to agree with me on, I guarantee it, but the other one, you will. Um, well, let's hear it. I honestly believe that this whole pronoun transgender thing is really sending a lot of people the wrong way and against liberals and democrats. Um this one guy did a did a poll and my brother sent me the, the um the video where he asked people to sign a petition so that a five-year-old could get gender reassigning drugs because they want to
1: yeah it again we've talked about this before and it, it with every with every change uh, as far as uh cultural change, you know, they said a lot of things about when um I mean, you know, like when they had allowed gay marriage, they're like, Well, what's next? We're gonna be able to marry dogs. I remember now, that. they were saying these same things, these exact same things when interracial marriage was I remember. they were saying the exact same things. Yeah, so um there is a line and there, you know, now there's always these people that are on the extreme. And then and, mm-hmm. and there's definitely that, I mean, um, like, I remember you showed me a video a while back and it just made me mad because these people, excuse me, are so extreme. They're fucking hurting progress. Right. Um, uh, there was a, was a woman speaking at a college and uh, she was talking about people, you know, there's in what's the scientific facts versus cultural facts. And she's like, both are valid, but let's be honest, you know, you're born one or the other right. and how you choose to change that is, you know, your, your prerogative. Uh, a big group of these fuckheads got up and made a big stink and left and walked out. That woman's a piece of shit. Nothing she said was wrong. And she was doing her best to sound diplomatic. And they were still being shitty about it. And those are, those are the extremists. Those are the ones that are like, well, my gender changes from hour to hour. I'm a woman now, but, or or I'm an elf. Those, those people can go fuck themselves. I don't acknowledge those people. they're they they're they're on they're so far into the extreme to where it's it's parody. It's, it's ridiculous. How can we be taken seriously with with real change if there's people like that? No, you can't. So but the problem is not enough of people who 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 agree that there needs to be you know more inclusive. Uh, and letting people, you know, change your sex. People that are support of that. Not enough of them are calling out this extreme, ridiculous, you know what I mean? Right. Behavior. No, I
0: get it. I get exact. I understand what you're saying. I get it. I, I do. I understand.
1: For fear that they're throwing a chopping block. Not enough people are stepping out and it's like, no, fuck you. You can't right. be this one day and then this another day. Then get mad at someone for not knowing what's in your head. That, right, that 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 is just not enough. Is of that is being called out, but it like like all the other things in in this country that have eventually, you know, changed for the better. We're going to have these growing pains. We're going to have these extreme stupid shit with every every change. There's been these people on both sides. So right. we did, we're, we're 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 like you know we're we got to get through this, and eventually, hopefully. It, it'll correct itself before it really does some damage.
0: Right, but here's but the, I, I understand we, what you're saying, and you're right, both sides are extreme, but here's the problem with, with what I was saying, is that the the poll was, or the petition was for a five-year-old to be re signed a gender. Here's the, the kicker. A hundred people signed that, saying that they should give the five-year-old the drugs. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, my brother's raising a three-year-old right now. So let's just, might as well be five. Let's just, you know, I mean, the same, similar age, whatever. And I'm like, does your daughter get a chance to choose what time of bed she goes, really what food she eats, really what shoes she wears? Okay. Yeah,
1: that, that, that again, are you that, kidding? Me? That is an extreme. Right, right, right. And that is the kids what... not even done growing, they right. don't even know things yet, right. yeah, just simple things. And so that... they shouldn't be able to make those life-altering changes. Exactly. Uh, Elo- Eloise, Eloise has a friend. Uh, char- uh, I'm not going to put their name out there. but You're talking uh, about that
0: who, little girl I was talking with at that one party? That girl? No. Oh, okay. You've never met this person. Okay, I just um, thought that's where you were going. because
1: No, no, my... no, 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 no. Anyway, uh, she identifies as a boy, and she changes uh, changed her name. Now, and the parents are full support of it, and ever since i've known this child I've known this child uh since well I'd say he now because that's where he died if you if you met him you would have you would not know it was a girl you would not know he was born a woman a girl but uh they're not giving him drugs or anything they not until he is like sixteen and then if he wants to still pursue being uh, you know, feel, feeling like you know, because she feels like she was should be a a boy, and she was saying this shit at three. That was part of the reason they moved from one coast to the other because they figured, you know, they realized there was a little more tolerant here to where they were staying living, which was in the south.
0: And um, as I, call they're Oregon, like, well, when he's, huh? I, I was gonna say I, I call Oregon the most liberal racist place in the world.
1: It is. It's really. Uh, a real it's a real mixed bag of both
0: it is it's the most liberal <laughs> it's the most liberal racist place you will ever find is in Oregon yeah, yeah it just it just is I, that's all i want to say so continue with your story uh
1: but uh they they're like you know we're not going to give you drugs uh, Good. To, we we know you feel a certain way if you want to change your hair uh, change the spelling of your name for uh, cuz their name their name was very ambiguous so they just did a masculine spelling of it they wear clothes. It looks it looks like a boy, but they're not going to be able to let them do you know take stuff that's going to change their their uh, their genetic makeup until they're old enough to make those decisions and they they agreed on sixteen. That's I'd say that is one hundred percent reasonable. No, it is,
0: and I. But see, the problem is is that the Midwest and the South they see this as an encroachment on on their traditional beliefs of man and woman and that this is really driving them insane and it's going to keep democrats from 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 running the country because they will never ever ever fully trust us when you have people like john stewart interviewing people saying the AMA says it's okay to give these drugs to eight year olds. And I'm like, my response as I saw the interview. He did it with uh, one of the governors of, I think it was Arkansas. And I would have said to John Stewart, I said, listen, I don't have a medical degree. I'm not going to pretend that I do, but you don't give that type of choice to someone who can't even, who can't even buy a pack of cigarettes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't let them make that choice. That is, that is your job as a parent until they hit 16, 18 years old. Then they can do what they want. But until then, I don't care what the AMA says, you do not hand out those, 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 those body-altering drugs to kids that young. He's talking about eight years old. It's like you don't do that because eight-year-olds one day want to be firemen. Next day, I want to be a basketball player. What if this is a phase they're going through and they're like nine, 10 years old. It's like, "Eh, I don't don't want to be a boy anymore. I'll be a girl now. I think that's where I'm going to be. And you've given them drugs now. Now it's too late. It's like, like, Some of these people feel like liberals don't have a, and I told my brother this, liberals don't have a line in the sand. Liberals do not say, and I'm a liberal. I want to make that perfectly clear that liberals don't have a line in the sand and say to people, look, Anything past this line is not okay. Everything is not okay. And if we just did that, I think liberals could win more elections. I don't think they'd be a Republican president anymore. I think we'd hold on to the House and the Senate. If we just drew a line in the sand and said, okay, this is where it stops. It has to. And we don't seem to... We don't seem to want to do that. We want to believe that everybody who feels a certain way, unless it's me who says, you know, rather flippantly to some of these people, well, I feel like I'm a white, white male today. How's, how's that? How's that strike you? Well, you're just being an (laughs) asshole. No, why can't I feel like I'm a white man? Why is that a bad thing? But you could feel like if you could feel like you're a girl, why can't I feel like I'm a white male? And you never get an answer for that. They just call you names. You know, why can't I feel like I'm a Chinese Chinese woman today? You know, why can't I feel like I'm a billionaire today and go buy a Facebook? Because it's not rooted in logic and it's not real. You know, and and, and, and it's like and every time you tell some of these people this, like like when you talk about these uh, these male to females, it's like, listen. The reason why you can't compete against real real women, and I'm gonna say it that way, real born women, is because of your bone density and the fact that you were born a man. That's why. Because yeah. you never hear about it the other way around, do you? You never hear about women turning into men, the trans that that trans group dominating the NBA or, or, or dominating boxing or nothing, do you? You don't never hear about that. Because it's not gonna happen. And that's the problem. You, it's right there in front of your eyes. It's like, I understand how you feel, okay? Great. But also, don't make me have to like it or accept it. All I can do is not discriminate against you and not bother you in public and not be mean to you. That's all I have to really do. I don't have to like it. I don't have to love it. I don't have to, have to support it. I just have to leave you alone. To live your life the way you want to, but when you're talking about children, I have a right as a member of society to go go fuck yourself, and that kills liberals when you say that. And I am a liberal. So is my brother, most of my fa- all my family is, but yeah, we just, but we but we draw the line at that. Gay marriage. Nobody in my family cares about gay marriage anymore. Nobody. They used to when it first hit. My grandmother. You know, God rest her soul. She hated that at first. And as she got older. She was like, one day she said to me, she said, Markel, I don't know why I cared about that. I said, Granny, I don't know why you did either, because it didn't affect you. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't change your day, night, or whatever once, one millisecond. She said, I know. She said, Welch, I like you. You, you I like you. And then she just drifted off into something else, because she was almost 90, so, you know. <laughs> the conversation just, just kind of drifted into something else. But it was a beautiful moment, you know, that she realized it didn't it didn't affect her, um, but we just think everything is okay, and and that and that and, that, and that really keeps us from progressing. In so far as in these red districts, like look at what Abbott did. Abbott basically killed abortion. He he he, he he's sending out immigrants to other states Ill- illegally now as well, but he destroyed Beto for the governor. Destroyed him. Why? Yeah. Because they are terrified that Beto will make stuff like, like those drugs legal and given to these kids. They are terrified of that. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. you know. But I also know this. I ain't never voting Republican because they're, they're 100 million times worse. I'd rather deal with somebody who thinks everything's okay than somebody who wants to go back to the 1950s.
1: Yeah, no shit. You
0: know what I mean? Uh, fuck that. Right. We can argue about drugs to kids all day long, and you may come around. But somebody who's dead set on putting us back in the 1950s, you can go fuck yourself. There's no wiggle room on that one. You know, you're a hardcore racist, sexist piece of shit who just wants white men to have jobs again. And fuck everybody else. So I don't have no love for you at all. You know... But that—that's—that—that—that's that, that, that's, that's my thing. You know, there was a there was another reason I just can't recall. I'll probably come up with it a little later. But that just—I don't know. I—I—I I, I mean, watching Herschel Walker, who is a walking imbecile. He is might become a senator. He is so dumb. Yeah. So dumb, and he's a monster. Dude beats all of his women. Didn't take care of none of his kids, paid for at least two abortions that we know of. He got into he wanted he, he tried to get into a shootout with the police. Has admitted he's got multiple personalities. Godly knows how much CTE he has from all the years of playing football. Not
1: to mention his short stint in the UFC.
0: Yeah, and then lying about saying he's a cop, lying about saying that he ran hospitals. They don't care. And that's the other thing about well, they
1: they he's he's dumb. He they know he's dumb. Yeah. But he's so they cool. just manipulate him to think he's part of the team. And they want him, you know. He he can he basically they have you know someone they can have in there um, that they can control. They can tell the vote a certain way, and they they're not going to get any pushback because no, they none. got a complete idiot.
0: Yeah. And plus he's black, so they can't can't call him racist anymore. You know, that's that's their thought process. like yeah. I have one black friend, therefore I'm not a racist, or I have black friends. How many black friends you got? Uh three. The fact that you know how many you have says that you're a bit of a racist, you know what I mean? Because you shouldn't be able to count. You know, I don't know how many white friends I got. I can't I can't count. I can tell how many total friends I, I have. And I'd have to actually think how many of them are white again? But I don't know right off the top of my head. You know what I mean? And so it's just, and that's the other thing. Republicans toe the line. It's another reason why they win. They toe the line. They will plug their noses and they will vote for, for Abbott. They will vote for Herschel, even if it's against everything they stand for. They're like, but I am a Republican. I have to vote for this shit. Democrats might not no. for you because they'll we'll like eat our own we'll don't. eat our own even yep.
1: when it's even when it's uh yep. going to hurt us in the long run.
0: Yep, we sure will. Look at look at look at Hillary Clinton. All those millennials who decided that cuz Bernie lost, we're not voting. All those millennials, they cost us 4 years of that idiot Trump. And a lot of the millennials I talked to admitted so, admitted too to much. I talked to about 15 of them at, when I was working and they were like Yep, no, I didn't vote. We didn't vote. We know we screwed this up. We realized what we did cuz we wanted Bernie and he didn't win, so we just didn't vote. I, you know, they all put their heads down was like, "Yeah, we did this. We know what we did." So, we'll, we'll, we'll try to fix it next election. And they came around finally. But Democrats will eat their own. Look at what happened to that comedian from uh from Minnesota. Uh we talked about like him before. Al Franken. Al Franken. Al Franken. We ate him. And all he did was put his hand on some woman's back during a picture. Yeah, and, we go got, and he's gone.
1: And he was a good senator too. Yeah. He got shit done.
0: Yes, but Democrats, you know, you gotta everything. Everything is right, and everything is wrong. You know, so you know, you gotta to follow that line. You can't ignore. We can't ignore anything. Now, I don't ever want to be a Republican and ignore like some of these Republicans. Like the former, one of the former speakers of the House was a conv- is a convicted child molester, convicted mm-hmm. after he got yeah. Out. But he meant. They, I'm sure everybody knew what he was doing when he was uh, when he was running. I'm sure they knew when he was elected. I'm sure they knew why he was speaker. They didn't care. They didn't care. But we care too damn much. And everything is okay. And I fucking can't stand it. But anyway, so the elections are almost over, and yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I I don't know. It's
1: it's a mess. All right, um, let's switch gears. We gotta go soon. Um. Uh gosh, I didn't think we we're gonna get deep into politics, but it is what it is. <laughs> well, it's also it's also voting season, so it's kind of like yeah. a right thing. It's just it's just think. it's just right in yeah, it's in the zeitgeist. Yeah. But um uh your favorite artist, Aaron Carter, died a couple
0: days ago. You know, I saw that it I had to actually look him up to remember which one he was. Was it Aaron or the other one? He you know, was he he was a the little bro. One. He
1: yeah. was the younger one. He was his big brother was in uh NSYNC. Yep. And he had a little solo career. The guy was only what? How old was he? 34. Yes. Yeah, so he, he think he had like a he was a huge star from like I wanna say like 13, 10, 13, to like maybe 18. And then he got heavy into drugs. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a sad case. That was a guy that was totally devoured. He was totally eaten and gutted from the industry. He, he probably, of his short life, he probably had 10 good years.
0: He was only 34. Was yeah. 34 fucking years old, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. How, how does that happen, dude? I mean, he was found, dry they say he drowned in the tub like Whitney Houston. So yeah. I'm assuming the drug overdose, and he just...
1: Yeah, yeah, and he just, just fell under. asleep and went yeah. under.
0: And just went under. That's what I'm thinking. Right, yeah, exactly. How, I, see, the thing it's... is, my brother and I were talking about how big the Powerball got and how winning the Powerball <sighs> would help us so much. But we can't understand how people can have money and not be happy because in our lives, that amount of money is all that we need to complete the, the the circle of happiness. You know what I mean? That's all we need.
1: Right. Yeah. Someone
0: in California won it. 2.4 billion. Yep. That's 70, 70 million dollars a year for 30 years with a five percent kicker every year. So you would you would take the you wouldn't take the lump sum. Absolutely not. That is insane.
1: I'm too stupid to, to take the you lump sum. are too stupid. You are 100 percent When
0: the when the when the country goes tits up. That is the first thing going. I understand what you're saying, but I know <laughs> me and I know too many people who take the lump sum are too stupid to handle that kind of money at, all at once.
1: Well, in this state, I already did the thing because I bought a bunch of tickets, you know, because I never play the lottery, <laughs> well, but I bought did. like 20 tickets. I was there like, it was that? What was that? What was that? 1.9 billion? I was like,
0: fuck, I gotta, so I bought like 20 tickets. <laughs> I gotta throw my name in the hat. <laughs> God damn it. I got I was crack. like,
1: you can't win if you don't play. <laughs> exactly right That's what I thought too I can't wait if I don't but play But I never, I never play You know But I was like Fuck it What are the You know It's not gonna No skin off my back mm-hmm. Anyway I did all the figuring So when it was 1.9 billion I figured out Because I would definitely Take the lump sum I was talking to Michelle about it She bought a bunch of tickets too mm-hmm. And I would take the lump sum uh, The lump sum Because It is Half Plus whatever Tax is in your state Mm-hmm. So it, in our state, uh it would that that rate would uh the state is eight percent tax and federal in our state is twenty-four. So at one point nine billion, you're looking at five hundred and seventy-nine million nine hundred thousand dollars. So five, so just just over half a billion. Mm-hmm and that's after all the taxes and then that's you that's what you walk away from 575 million which is perfect which is plenty you can easily invest fuck a tenth of that and turn that into even more money of
0: course and
1: you. just and uh, that's what i would do and i would yeah. you know honestly i would be if that kind of money i would be a little bit of a philanthropist i would definitely get into some kind of um you know Making my uh, my community better, like and oversee it to make sure it happens. Not donate money, do it myself, right? I, and hire smarter people than me to make sure it is executed correctly. But um, um, hey, there's no way. There's no way I would do the 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 payouts over over time. Oh, I know. Because it because you won't you won't live to see it. And no, I, you know, I, 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 get,
0: I get what you're saying. It's just that my thought is that I know me to a certain point, and I know that if you put that much money in my in my hands, God only knows what I'm going to do with it. But if I get it over the course, if I get a, some money every year. I can have a few dumb years and go like, well, I just got to ride out another two months and, and I can fix this shit, you know, instead of going, I, I just dropped everything and now I'm broke. That's what, that's what these lottery that's winners, it's... that's how they go broke. They take the lump sum and they just go out and buy shit and they go
1: broke. They go broke because they're stupid. Right. Because there's, 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 there's a lot of people that take the lump sum and they're fine. They're still rich.
0: Yeah, we don't hear like, about right, we
1: don't right. hear we we don't hear about those because it's not exciting. Oh, you know, oh wow you're right. this yeah, yeah, this you're woman right. won uh this woman won twenty million and it's been fifteen years and now she has a hundred million because she invested smartly and lived lived with you know they don't realize it's a last when it's that when you get those big numbers like that it's a last payday they spend people you know spend like it's never going to end I and know. that's when you do stupid this is. It's stupid. If you have $10 million, why are you buying a mansion? Because you have to maintain that. I
0: know. That's what they don't what, get. The
1: property taxes alone is hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: I know, and they don't get it until the till those bills hit. And then the reoccurring. You know how much electricity is? Gas? Exactly. even cool that motherfucker. You know how much money you have to have? To, to so I, that, you know? I would
1: never do those stupid shit things. I just...
0: It, it's just like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me why no, they that, do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, don't, but,
0: I don't know, but some of us have been so broke for so long. They can't help it. Like think about all the athletes that go broke who really think, don't understand that a, a professional athlete is the same as a lottery winner. Right. It is. There is a time limit on it, Whether you take the payout or the lump sum, you're on a, you're on a clock. Eventually you're going to, you're not going to get this money anymore. And they don't seem to understand that. You know, yeah, think I about don't... it. You're a 22 year old professional basketball player making 25 million dollars a year. You ain't, you do you can't imagine being 45 years old and and and, and worrying about money. You could barely, you could barely imagine yourself being 25, for God's sake. You know, but you take a 20, you take a person who's never had money, and you give them 400 million dollars. That shit's gone. That shit is gone. I
1: thought the the best thing I forgot was some. Um Alan Iverson, I think I know you know this story yeah uh he had uh he was livid at the time, but now he says it was the best thing they ever did for him. Yep. He had a friend that was managing his money and his friend uh took mm-hmm. 10 million out of his of his account and set it aside and and, and you know and and invested some of it so it would just make money and they made it so he couldn't touch it. Until after, yeah, and he was mad about it at the time, and then he was like, "That was the smartest thing he ever did for me." He was yeah. a real friend. Yeah, because, he wanted to
0: kill him. I remember Alan wanted to yeah. kill that dude. He thought he and he's him. like,
1: "Yeah, he's like, no, I just know what you're doing, and I want you to be able to have money when you're old, and yep. he, that's exactly what he did. He, yeah. he, he's not broke today because of his, what his yeah. friend did.
0: All Alan has to do is ride out the next few years until he hits fifty five, and then he's rich again. Because it's like. I think it's up to hundred million dollars in whatever account he put it in. So he'll never yeah. and the guy that account Alan can only use a certain amount of it every year anyway.
1: Yeah, he only live on like the interest of it or like a very small percentage, which is still more than ninety nine percent of what
0: the country lives on. So I he's know. he's not hurting. No. He just can't ball out of control. Yeah, he can't go to a uh, to a strip club and drop a half a million dollars and make it rain like he used to. Which yeah, never. I never could understand that. James Harden, a pro basketball player who plays in Philly now, used to do that regularly. He'd go insane. to a strip club and drop $100,000 and just make it rain. And I'm like, idiots. What are you doing? Fucking bro? idiots. Now well, I get, oh. how ghetto are you? That's not a rich thing. That's a ghetto thing. Yeah. That's a dumbass, ignorant. I'm not even gonna say a black thing. It's just ghetto.
1: Oh, no, cause I know white trash dudes trash. that do yep. uh, that do. Like, I had a friend, I had a buddy. I think I've told a story. Oh, I told a story to you. I don't know if I said it on the show, but I had a buddy who came into some money. I'm not gonna throw his gunman out there, but he came into some money and after you know it was about, it was about 110 grand uh-huh. And he went nuts. Now, this guy, <laughs> I me mean, is a little wiser now, but it's a little too late but um he did stupid shit with it i mean he inst- you know he was he was a guy that was broke most of his life and at the time we were in our 20s and he came to this is 110 grand and uh, he like sp- sponsored a racing team a local racing team which is not now defunct doesn't even exist anymore um he had a suspended license. Did he pay off all his bills, uh, all his fines, so he can get his license back? No. But what he did do was buy this big expensive truck, this fifty thousand dollar truck with all the bells and whistles on it. Is, you know, there's way more money spent on those trucks now. But uh, well, I don't know if it was fifty thousand. mean, It was a real. It was a big chunk of his money. Mm-hmm. But he he still he was driving it with no license. Why? And Why? Why? Yeah. 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 Ended up getting it, you know. Ended up getting it, um, getting pulled over in it, and getting it um, impounded, and not taking care of it soon enough. And then by the time he wanted to get take care of his bills or his fines to get his truck back, he didn't have enough money. He just did stupid shit with it. He called me one time, and I, he knew I was, you know, you know, I I do I make a lot of short films and stuff. I'm a filmmaker, I guess you can call me uh, to to some extent.
0: Uh, okay, of course, Scorsese.
1: Well, it, you know what? It, I, I, I have thirty short films under my belt. So I what, know you do. I don't. So I'm what? What? would you calm I, down? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a professional, but yeah, you make a film. You're a filmmaker.
0: You are, you are, you are John Carpenter. You really are.
1: Uh, you know, I'm going to punch you in the stomach <laughs> when I see you next. <laughs> uh, All right, Spielberg, but, uh, Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, he called me. He's like, hey, uh, let's, and this is, you know, this is how long ago it was. Circuit City was still a thing. Oh, wow, he's like, let's awesome. go to Circuit City and get that camera that you were talking about you like. And, I, and as much as I want to do that, I was like. I don't want to be part of this. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like you're burning through your money. You should be parlaying this into more money or opportunities to better your life. This is you're burning through it. Both his, he had two siblings that both got the same amount. They both parlayed it into one started a business that's still running, and one one paid for her, you know, her school. Uh, she wanted nice. to be a nurse she paid for a school she completed it
0: good and, for her nice.
1: and but he was just burning through it doing stupid shit and uh i was like i can't i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to you know be part of what you're doing i'm sorry you need to stop mm-hmm. he's like oh well you're just being a killjoy okay and then now you know Older, wiser, but he burned through every cent
0: of that money. It's only none to show for it. it. It's only one hundred ten thousand dollars. Yeah, do think it. Was, it's really? not. It's
1: not. You're not a. It's not. Oh, it's not. You're not rich. No. But it is life changing money.
0: You could have done something that puts you on a different trajectory. Even if he just went to fucking Rivermark and dropped it into a savings account, and just lived. You know, just don't change your habits. Maybe pay all of your subscriptions and, and your cable and your internet. Pay that for a year so that for the rest of the year, you don't have reoccurring bills. Yeah. Or if you're on a house, how about you just put twenty grand on your house and tell them, don't call me for the rest of the year. Don't call me for the entire year. Here's a year's full of payments. How about do something like that? Yeah. You know, at least then the rest of the money, if you do spend the rest of that money, The year of your house is paid. All your reoccurring are paid. You still have a job, so you're going to be able to pay for your groceries. What have you lost if you do that? But people don't do that. They immediately go out and buy shit because they've never had money before. They don't have anybody to teach them or to look up to. Like like, like a lot of these uh, 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 brothers, you know, the rappers and such, who come from nowhere and nothing and get rich. Uh, one of them said, Who was this? I think it was Tupac, who said, All we had to look up to were the pimps and the drug dealers. Yeah. They, they had flashy cars, flashy jewelry, and a lot of half-naked hoes running around all the damn time. That's what we had to look up to with our money. So what do you think we did with our money? We had we had flashy clothes, <laughs> lots of hoes, and and, and and all that good shit, you know, and cars. And he said, So, but when some of these white kids are legacy and have money their grandfather says all right here's what you do you take this money i'm gonna give you put it in this account here You make sure you keep your expenditures down in this way you do this you do that also here's a credit card for each one of you grandkids do not pay for anything with debit why because if you use your credit you build your credit score every single time also all of your purchases are protected so if you get something you don't want, you can always go back to your credit card and get it taken care of. Never use your debit card. Shit that we don't even know about. Yep. And that's why they blow it. Also, if I had won all that money, dude, I, I first thing I would probably would have done was convulse and cry. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I would just, I would just hit the ground and start crying. I wouldn't know what else to do but to cry. Because at that moment, my life is 180 degrees different. I was telling Stephanie the other night, I was like, I would probably get an invitation to uh, the real downtown Portland where, you remember the dude in Pioneer Square with the, uh, with the umbrella? You know. Uh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's like I was telling her. I was like, so you go in, you go down there, and you have to like knock on him in a certain way and make a certain sound, and then you twist his nose, and then you tap the umbrella, and a, and a, something opens up down down there, and you go down the stairs, you say a password, and there's the real Oregon, real Portland downtown. You know where all the rich people go to shop. You know, it's something down there. Yeah. You go down there, you shop it, and you find food and, and that you had never even heard of before. You see all the women you didn't even know existed that live down there. All the rich people, the Blazers, the Nike people, uh, Adidas—they're all down there in the real part of Portland. That's what I think would happen. I know it wouldn't, but that's what I think would happen. You know? <laughs> Jesus, because uh, I'm stupid. You know, I, I, my imagination <laughs> just just goes wild. My imagination just goes wild when I think of stuff like that. Because like I said, Damon told me once uh, back in the 90s when he first signed his big contract here in Portland. He said, "He said you don't know Portland like you think you do. He said, now that I got money, I know parts of Portland that will never be accessible to you. And I wanted to slap him. I really did. I wanted to hit him right in the Memorial College. I wanted to punch him in his mouth for that. But I didn't because he wasn't lying to me. He was just being a bit of a dick. Right, right He's been a bit of a dick But, you know, he, he always He always felt like it was so I couldn't get too mad And I'm like, you know, he's right He knows people that I will never even know exist He knows restaurants and places that I don't even know exist That are probably right in front of me That I wouldn't even know is a high-end restaurant Or a high-end clothing store Right there in front of me I wouldn't even know Because I don't have money or connections And see, that's what would happen that's what i would think would happen is shit like that if i got all that money first and then i'm thinking first thing i'd be thinking is okay well what do i buy not what do i where do i save how do i make more money what do i buy see and that's why you take that you take that yearly sum because at least you can have a couple fucked up years and, re- and fix your life after you fuck it up like you know you're going to yes that's all i'm saying i agree with you that if you're gonna be if you have a if you win it and you have a real plan and you can really truly trust yourself to follow it you take that lump sum i agree
1: all right i gotta change uh I, i didn't realize i didn't charge up my uh because We're doing this through my phone and I'm down to three percent, so I want to get through this last thing and then we gotta go. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I, Fuck. it just makes me mad that I didn't do that.
0: You can't put um, it in the computer. Oh, wait, you don't, you're just uh, straight off your phone. Never mind, go ahead, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry.
1: It's all right. Um, now another death, uh, rapper from the me, Mi- the band, the group, the Migos died. I saw that. Yeah, I saw and what sucks that. about this is that this guy that got killed. It was during a dice game. Yeah. And his he got shot by his friend. Yeah. That was aiming at someone else. Yep. And it, he was arguing with a guy he was playing dice with. Yep. Uh, the, the woman said something. He argued with her. And then he was. went to shoot the boyfriend of the woman. Of course it was. And ended up shooting his friend instead. Shot him in the head. Or near Wolves of uh, he was dead. He was dead on arrival. I mean he was Im- immediately dead, instantly dead. God. And um so it was and this guy was he, so it wasn't like he was in some kind of bullshit. He was hanging around some bullshit people. But uh and I guess in this group, the Migos, he was uh he was the peacemaker one, because I guess this group I I I don't know a lot about Migos. Yeah, I
0: don't
1: uh, either. I, don't uh, either. I, I, I hate to sound like an old curmudgeon, but a lot the young kids like them. I work yeah. with a guy Matthias who was telling me about him, and and uh, shout out Matthias. And he was telling me about him, and he was telling me that um that they, you know, they were on the verge of breaking up anyway. But this, if you know, if they were to get back together, those would have been the guy to make it happen. Now that's never going to happen. So I, I was wondering. I've heard people talk about him, and uh, and uh, it's like, uh, well, he's not. Um, now that he's gone, there's no chance the the group will get back together. And and I thought about that, and I was like, there's a lot of groups that have key members die, and whatever happens to them. I mean, a lot of them just go away. Some of them actually press on like you know tlc when chili died yeah uh and, oh yeah chili, he also left, had, left eye left eye not left chili. eye left eye died i mean chili and t-boss still do shows and stuff but it's not the same no and it, they're never going to be where they used to be Mm-mm. and also it's like um i gave them a listen to see and i hate the sound like i mean it's just new music i new rap i do like Mm-hmm. But their music is okay, but it's like that auto-tune. Yep. Just, I just, it's shit that Cashel likes, but I can't get behind. I just can't. <laughs> I just, I, I, get, I, listen to three albums. I like two songs. Wow. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, that's a cool song. But three albums. I listen to three albums at work, and two songs I, I actually genuinely thought of were cool. If, they, if I heard them played, I'd listen to them. But it's had a short list. And, and then we got to go because we're going to get shut off. Um, here's some bands that some recovered. Some there's no way they're going to recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a list. Uh, one, The Doors. Uh, and here's something about The Doors. When Jim Morrison died, I mean, there's no replacing Jim Morrison. No, you don't replace Jim Morrison. Uh, but, here, you know, we always talk about The Doors, and they had so many albums. But they only had like a five-year run. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Yeah, when he I was only I, 27 when he died though. He was 27 yeah. from 68
0: to 70 uh 74. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's like he people had, don't like... realize Jimmy Hendrix the same way. 15 yeah, to 20, 15 to 27. With Jimmy Hendrix, he learned to play the guitar at 15 was dead by 27.
1: Yeah, something like nine albums.
0: Yeah. <laughs> These guys have such great catalogs
1: in such a short amount of time. Right. Um, yeah, that was the other one, Jimi Hendrix. There's no way the Jimi Hendrix experience would go without him. No. Uh ACDC. People forget. Bon Scott died but in in eighty or in seventy nine. And then when um
0: That's right, they did have a singer before that that, that
1: yeah, season. Bon Scott. And then
0: when uh what's his name? Um. God damn it! I can't think of his name. I know he had to quit because he's going deaf because of
1: yeah. He's uh yeah he tinnitus, and then he went deaf. And uh, yeah. Uh. Fuck. What is his name? Is this is gonna bug me. I should I have had it pulled up already. In fact, I did, but I lost it. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. When he died, you know they came out with, a, uh. Yeah, he died of – Bon Scott died of alcohol poisoning, and then in 80 – Dave Evans? Yeah. No that's, no, that's an early guy. That was 73, 74. Uh, I forget his name. But um, when he – you know, they came back. They came back bigger and better. And yeah, the guy did. did like an – kind of like a better version of Bon Scott's voice. It was kind of weird. They catapulted. Uh, they went – I'll have to look it up later. Um, Leonard Skinner. Uh, well, that 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 band was doomed because they died in a plane crash. And it was like, I think, five members. There were seven members and like five That's of them died right. in a plane he crash.
0: Did. That is right. I forgot <laughs> about that.
1: I mean. Brian no Johnson. Re- Brian Johnson. Thank you. Okay. And he got replaced by Axl Rose when he had to leave uh, for a while. hmm um, another one. Uh, Grateful Dead when Jerry Garcia died, that was the end of that. In excess, I mean, fuck. Oh yeah, when Old Michael himself, yeah. yeah, Michael Hutchins he was he was in excess. Yeah, he I was. mean, I, I can't think of anyone else in the band. No, neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's,
0: it's
1: like I remember Jackson their well, their drummer. <laughs> yeah, their drummer start playing for uh, um, Guns and Roses, and he still plays with it um another one queen of course and Freddie Mercury died that was into that oh, Nirvana God. um yeah. Kurt Cobain there's no yeah, but one of their guys
0: anymore. uh he he made another band though um oh
1: yeah uh, it was so funny um yeah you talk about Dave Grohl he started yeah, Foo Dave Fighters. Grohl.
0: that's his name yes yeah,
1: I, I it's so funny I you know because is 10 years younger than me but it was so funny it's like I forget it's like uh like a total generational thing. We went to the history of rock. Uh, we went to that museum, and we're at the Foo Fighters part. And she's like, "Hey, uh, I was like, oh yeah, this is Dave Grohl. Before when you know back, but she's like, I didn't know Dave Grohl was a drummer. He's like, well, yeah, he was a drummer from Nirvana. Yeah. And she, she's like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> he was in one legendary band, and then he started another legendary
0: band on yeah. his own.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's like, did she, no, she not. Does she know that Snoop Dogg used to be a real gangster and a murderer, a tried on for murder? <laughs> is she is she that young? Uh, uh no. Well, does she only knows him as Grandpa Snoop? <laughs> Grandpa Snoop. I
1: think she knows more about Snoop, but I don't know. She did not know Dave Grohl was the drummer for
0: Nirvana. Find out. I'm curious. Find
1: out. Oh, I will find out. Actually, when I talk to her later, and I'll let <laughs> you know.
0: That's hilarious.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, the Who when um. Keith moon died, and he was the drummer, but he was such he was such a bombastic character. I mean, he was the guy that would he was such a good drummer, but he was like and that folks is when we got cut off <laughs> we um we lost I had uh no power left, and we were croaching up on the cutoff time for the podcast, so it kind of cut us off, and then I lost power on my phone. So that was the end of our conversation. I just went on to talk about how I didn't realize it right away. So I just wanted to talk about how Keith Moon, even though he was a drummer, he was kind of essential to The Who and it was hard to replace him. Not Keith Moon, uh, Bonham. No, that was Zeppelin. You know what? I met Keith Moon for The Who. Anyway, uh, yeah, the show took a, we didn't really talk about anything that was on our list. We just kind of spawned off like, you know, like we always do. But uh, tune in next week.